Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy. Will. Oh. Hey, I'm Will. You, for, you forgot that I'm here because last time I was so distant. You were pretty distant You weren't that time. distant. You were like it laying on top like, of him. It really felt like you weren't here at all. Almost. <laughs> it's almost like I wasn't. <laughs> it, almost. Yeah. It's almost like that one time I was really quiet for a Man. podcast. You were just weird. You weren't like you, it was not just quiet. You were weird. You were like sitting in the corner staring at I'm us. I'm always weird. Like it was kind of like that day that it. I was really off. Remember? And I called. <laughs> I called in and I was like, "I'm gonna throat punch you." Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. We've I, all had our off days. We have. Yes. It's Today's true. gonna be an on day. I feel it good is. about today. I, I think so too. So uh, um, I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. I mean, the conversation started off. A little weird, but we don't need to go into that. Well, thankfully, we weren't recording. That's true. But now that we're recording. Yes. That you know of. Um, yeah. So, listen, Jeremy, did you preach yesterday? Uh-huh. You didn't? Yeah. I haven't had a chance. I've had a really busy day. So, normally, I try to go back and listen to your sermon mm-hmm. if you preached here in the Valley or whoever preached in the Valley to kind of see if you had differing notes or yeah. anything you say. But, um, so, before we get into Jeremy yesterday's came back topic, out of retirement yesterday. I did. How'd you do? Uh, all right. I think he preached two sermons worth. I did. It was a little, I mean, yeah, it was a little long. A little lengthy. Oh, gosh. He had what four happened? verses to cover. <laughs> what happened? It's like a John MacArthur it's, move. It's like something I'm deeply passionate four about. Four verses. It's hard, to, it's hard to cover quickly. Yeah. It's hard to cover quickly. Okay, well, we're going to get into that in a minute. So, um, I don't know if you went over this in your sermon or not. Um, one, what is GAC? Will you'd mentioned GAC. You don't GAC'd. know what GAC is? No, you'd mentioned GAC yesterday. Was that just I, unrelatable? Was that an unrelatable reference? Do you know what GAC is, Jeremy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what is GAC, Jeremy? It's like a goopy stuff. It's like slime. It's slime. Oh, you don't remember that from Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon coined the slime. phrase GAC. I yeah. hate slime. I hate slime Putty. also. That's why our kids' ministry don't have no slime. Okay. I like slime as a kid. I don't like slime as an adult. I kind of like that you didn't know what GAC was. When oh, I it was on my it list. In the sermon because yeah, it was like no, the, I, I made it this a mysterious thing. thing that kids like. You're yeah, like gack, and I'm like, what's gack? And I, I was like looking around me, like she's looking up in the Bible, like well, gack. Is there gack in gack. there? Gack. Well, I um. So my next thing is, um, our church needs to purchase new pens. I forgot my pen or pencil at home yesterday, and I went and got in the back um, and got a, a new Heights pen. Yeah. And it was utter trash. Um, it didn't work. No, this is. Um, I showed you my notes earlier. The, the, yeah. I tried to, you know, make my pen work there in yeah. here. And um, we drew a trash. whole animal there on the back. Yeah, what is that? Maybe that's where all the it looks ink like went. Cat in a hat no. or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, no. So the pen was trash. Okay. So, um, I would like new pens. Well, you know, we're not the richest church around. Well, I'll just have to start bringing my own. Have you seen our roofs? What is it? What now? Roofs. You said roofs. What is it? Have you? Has anyone seen our roofs? (laughs) What's our roofs? Um, Roofs currently dripping, dripping water. Right, yeah, right there. It oh, is. is it really? Yeah, see that brown spot? Yeah. There's dot. We got to fix that before we get you new pins. Trip. We're not Trip. really the most bougie. Is it bougie? Yeah, we're not that bougie. We're not bougie. I wish we were. I can't say like that without Target and Barbersville. Bougie. It's my favorite place. Um, so, okay, um, we have something coming up next week. Um, Holy Week is getting ready to come up on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as you all know, uh, um, so I've been on Instagram just kind of because um, I follow some things on there. Um, 
and I you know started seeing all these weird pictures first of all and I was like wow I hope that's not Will's next tattoo idea um whenever I saw his picture um and then I saw Randy Ellis's picture um and then I read some of the details that said 10 men and 10 men um preaching during holy week and then i looked at the dates because i was like oh we're going to do like a two-week revival um these details <laughs> listen it scared me um being united baptist i i've had experience listening to two men <laughs> preaching one day and usually it's the kind of service where you need to pack a meal like do i need to pack a fourth meal on monday night next you week you can if you would like to talk about hit so, up the bell before so he, I come. here's here's my question you can bring you. whatever food you want to so church. when so when you totally fine so we are having a holy week uh, and 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 trying to draw everyone to the word as we're getting close to Easter. So when you hear the word revival, yeah. what what comes to your mind? Is it positive or is it negative? I mean, I, I have very sentimental feelings toward revival, just because revival was always an uh, like a was it a good thing? Uh, for the most part, I oh, mean, okay. it was. Me Some, sometimes Me not too. so much. Oh, um, oh then the t- tables oh, turned. Wow. But then I saw. 10 men and then i looked at the days and i like got out my fingers and i was like blah blah How? blah, blah five no days. they're short sermons they're like 15 um, minute sermons a piece oh well yeah. oh, okay yeah 10, was, 15 minutes they're short i was really worried yeah and they're I was like, like sermonettes they're oh. they're gonna tag oh, it'll be like one sermon but two guys preaching a half each if a sermon was a meal these are like these are snacks yeah little snacks like big snacks though. big snacks you're full yeah but snacks nonetheless but you could definitely eat more if you wanted if to if you wanted Maybe a little dessert, right? Yeah, like but, an appetite and a dessert. Yeah, maybe that may be a bit. I'd much. call them appetizers, not appetites, but <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, it's like, oh, shoot. It's, 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 it's like it's like the Applebee's yeah. appetizer thing you get yeah. to eat for dinner, or it's like Thank the two you. for twenty at Applebee's. Ooh. Okay. Three by the for, way, this three is for brought to you by Applebee's. Yeah, three for ten at Chili's is a better deal. They give you margaritas. Well, Chili's ain't sponsoring our podcast episode today. (laughs) Okay, so we do have a revival coming up next week. So because we do have a revival coming up, um, we had decided to take um, the week off from podcasting just because... I don't want to podcast with you all Monday at Actually, four and then drive Heather as fast as that. I can. Yeah, I didn't know that was the case. Well, I <laughs> me and, just me and Jeremy were going to record another podcast next week, and Heather just well, made it obviously clear that it, she boys. didn't want to. And we were, you know, what the topic was. Do you remember? It was, it was amazing. What? It was, you don't, you remember the five most controversial things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't even want to finish the sentence, but it's. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, it was so good. It was going to be fun. Oh. Uh, but. We'll just wait until she gets back to cover that. Heather one. canceled it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Cancels everything. Shut it down real quick. As soon as I got here today. No, uh, so we will be uh, in revival next week. Um, so it starts at what time, guys? Six thirty. And it will Monday be at the Friday Milton Campus. Yep, at Milton Campus. You better put that in your calendar, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy never remembers what time. Jeremy, stuff is. what day are you preaching so I can know to work late? Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah. Are you work, really? I'm yeah. not working like that day. Oh no, I am actually. I have a class at six. Uh, of, I may cancel course. it. I may cancel uh, it. I like wow. to, you've been doing good lately preaching. Well, I'm like, <laughs> I'm excited for our guys to preach. Um, we've got some guys that are that are preaching that are newer to preaching. Yeah. And we've we've teamed them up with with guys that are preaching kind of regularly at our church. And, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. It'll be good. Good. All right, so we have that going on next week, um, and then that'll roll us right into Easter Sunday, right? Yeah, isn't that wild? Easter's coming up quick. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. 
Did we have Easter Feels last like year? Feels like two years since we've gathered for an Easter service. It's true. Well, I mean, we kind of have. It's kind of been that long. It's literally been two years. It's literally been two years. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get to gather for Easter last year. Yeah, so we're looking forward to it. Um, so yesterday's sermon was on, um, if you've been following along with our podcast and with the sermon series, um, was out of Mark chapter 10. And it covered just a few short verses, um, verses 13 through 16. And um, the subtitle here is Let the Children Come to Me. So, um, man, there was a lot of really good stuff you brought out in this. Um, Mark does a good job at just giving us a bunch of topics in his gospel. Isn't it really interesting? So I, um, my Bible reading plan this year, um, like I wanted to mix it up a little bit, and I'm not going through the whole Bible. So I just wanted to kind of focus on the Gospels this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm doing is um, each month I'm reading through the Gospels, and I'm reading it in a different version, or I'm listening to it in a different version just so that I can um, – you know, just get different context of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, you know, three months into it now, um, and I'm going through the book of Luke right now. And it's just really interesting how the different Gospels are, uh, you know, the four Gospels are laid out differently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting to hear, um, like, the same stories given, you know, by different people, yeah. the different encounters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I've really enjoyed the book of Mark. I mean, it seems like it's taken us uh, a year to get through it, which I believe it's going to, uh, from what you said. I think it's 18 months by the time (laughs) it's all said and done. (laughs) 18 months, nothing. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, So I've I've really enjoyed it, though. So um, you had said something that I thought was so good, Um, and Jeremy actually said it a couple weeks ago, and I'm... Not sure if um, you you all realize that or not, but I steal things from Jeremy a lot. Oh, it's okay. I mean, it was good. Um, so the two things that you had said, the points were children belong in worship and be childlike in your faith. Um, so I love um, I loved what you talked about. Um, if you said if we're not careful, we project onto our heavenly Father the sins and faults of our earthly fathers, and Jeremy said that um, a while back. Um, on a, I'm, you know, we were in Mark. I'm not sure exactly what um, chapter mm-hmm. he was. You all were preaching on, but um, I want to talk a little bit about that because um, the first time that I heard Jeremy say that in his message, like, uh, it was a big deal to me. Cause yeah. I, um, and you did a you did a wonderful job yesterday of talking about how. Um, just talking about how all of us have different experiences with our earthly fathers. Um, and I know for a fact that I have done a lot of projection onto God, my father, mm-hmm. um, from the hurts um, of my earthly father. You know, yeah. I have trust issues, abandonment issues. Um, so it's hard for me. And I like, especially the last few years, I've really, I've realized that those have been big issues for me. And it, so I've worked really hard to get to a place where, um, I know that's not who God is. Yeah. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Like how, um, and you'd even said, you know, that you see a lot of people in counseling and this is like a real, and I know that Jeremy does counseling also. So let's talk about how this is a really big deal and um, what we need to do, what we need to try to do to get past doing that projecting. Gosh, it's so common. I mean, I mean we don't, we don't normally do counseling together, but we have, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I remember one counseling session in particular, we, we were both, counseling and um and yeah it came up of about uh, just a lack of parental care and love and affection and 
Um, and it's it was it's so unique to every situation, but it's also like so common and so universal. Yeah. Um, and because because there is no more formative relationship as you're learning who you are and about the world than that of your parents. And so even even if we think we can kind of rise above our upbringing, we, we won't. It's, it's always going to be there. You yeah. can't escape it. Um, you had no control into the family you were born into, the circumstances. It's always going to be there. So you have to understand who you are, um, what you were born into, the hand you're dealt, so to speak. And um, and you've got to cope with that. Sometimes it's not a great hand you're dealt. And, um, and it's hard for people to get past that sometimes. You know, so you, you're it's funny, like, what a parent teaches a kid, right? You you learn, like, so when we think about, like, the Father, our Father in Heaven, we, you, we, you know, he's, he's loving, he's kind, he's forgiving, he's... So a lot of these things, we, we learn them from parents, right? So, like, I learned from my parents what I thought forgiveness looked like, yeah. what I thought uh, repentance looked like. So there, there's these things that, these terms we use to describe the Lord, but these words are, we we kind of pack them in, um, from how we see them from, from mom and dad. And so I think a lot of times it's, you know, we, one person might say, man, God is, God is love. And for, you know, let's, let's use that one. God is love. Well, if I have an unhealthy view of what love is, well, now I think about how I'm right. think of the Lord, right? It's Absolutely. an unhealthy way. So I think a lot of times that's it, what, what we absorb. I mentioned yesterday, there's, you know, uh, when I do counseling, I typically ask it like about people's like child, their upbringing. Um, because about ten percent, I think, of what we see uh, from our parents, we go, "I'm never going to do that." And sometimes yeah. it may be more, depending on how crappy your parents are. But you say everyone's like, "There's at least ten percent we're not going to do," and then we say, "This ten percent, I really like what they did. I'm going to do that." But there's an eighty percent stuff that's just absorbed into us because it's the culture that we were raised in, it's the nurture uh, that that we've kind of learned, and so I think oftentimes it's it's hard to even determine or discern what am I, what have I packed in those bags and, and those words, so to speak, how have I filled those and where do I have these misconceptions of what it is until you really do some deep self-reflecting. So That's good. Yeah. No, I, I think that's uh, definitely along the lines of what I wanted to kind of hit on today. Um, I know that's a, something that I struggle with and that it's a very common thing that a lot of people struggle with. So um, I just love that it's, um, you know, it was kind of like a gut punch to me whenever I heard it the first time. And then I was like, okay, Lord, why are you trying? You know, I know yeah. I'm still working on it. Um, you know, um, there was another thing that you brought up. You brought up Ephesians 6, uh, verse 4. Fathers, do not provoke um, your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. I wanted to talk about um, I wanted to talk about this a little bit because, um, you know, in the passage of Scripture that you all uh, preached on uh, on Sunday, you know this is where um, Jesus said, "Let the chil- let the little children come unto me; do not hinder them, for so- for to such belongs to the kingdom of God." Um, so, the did I just read Ephesians six four? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, well, and I just went back to my notes, so I'm like, "Why yeah, am I here now?" Um, so I wanted to talk about that for a little bit because. Um, you know, I think um, I think a lot of what you all just said about, you know, we can project um, our earthly father onto our heavenly father. Um, I wanted to talk about the harshness. Like, a lot of people, um, you know, because they're, you know, God is a jealous God. We know that. Mm-hmm. And in the, especially like in the Old Testament, we see a lot of God's wrath on the people for disobedience and stuff. But you said something. You said harshness doesn't translate to obedience. God disciplines but loves the disciples. Uh, 
and then the next thing was um about the disciples so I wanted to talk about that a little bit because um I know that um this is not something that I would ever accuse either of you of doing, just setting under the preaching of both of you the last two years. Um, but I know that a lot in a lot of churches, the view of this, the view of God not being harsh, not being loving, um, is totally um, kind of lost on that thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the tone of preaching and the the style that people preach and just the mm-hmm. words that they use to communicate um, the Bible, I think a lot of that is uh, that like like the image that we see here in Mark chapter 10, like of Jesus with the kids mm-hmm. and even him with the disciples, like trying to, you know, trying to teach them in a loving way, but also at times scolding them. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's lost a lot um, in some of our churches because it's just, I mean, you can't get this image of, of God. And what you said, Will, um, and I'm sure that you did, you, I've heard you do the same thing, Jeremy, is that um, God is, um, God, Jesus, you know, Jesus is wrapping these kids in his arms mm-hmm. in joy and in love. And that's the same, that's the same image that, I mean, that's the same thing that God does with us. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about that, like how church, like how some churches can give a negative image and like how, how to kind of undo that because that, that causes a lot of misconception and. Yeah. If God's purely angry all the time and his love, and and I think a lot of times they, they paint him that where you have to earn his favor and you have to earn his love. It's merit. And I, and I, and I, and I don't, I didn't hear your sermon, but one of the things I think is interesting is I, I think this is where you talk about, um, parents always yelling at their kids or yeah. Yeah. those disobedient mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Right. So it's really interesting. If you couple discipline without love, um, there, there's a disconnect there. So my parents, um, or my dad rather, uh, had we had so many rules growing up. So, so many rules. I mean, to the point where um, it became a joke between my brother and I. One of the rules, this is, I'm being dead serious, We you could not wear your bare feet on the carpet because the oils in your feet would ruin it. Yeah, so you've said that before. We, we, we've had, we, I mean, the yeah, amount of rules. Obviously still dealing with a lot of trauma I, from no, it. That's yeah, why he walks seriously. in barefoot all the time. <laughs> I'm like, F you, everybody. I'm going to wear no I'm an adult. So, no, no. So I, I, I bring that up. My, my dad said, my, <laughs> I can do what I want. I remember my dad said, you will, and this, this is a quote, you will effing read the Bible. Um, oh, wow. Uh, you will effing yeah. read the Bible every day. That's a rule. Yeah. And so that it became a new rule that I had to read the Bible. Of course, I didn't read the Bible, right? Uh, and, and so the, kind, that's kind of the opposite of what my mom did. My mom's like, you're going to read um, like the passage of scripture. It talks about honoring your brother and father. Like that was our punishment. Yeah. Like my brother and I had to do that. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> so this this was a. This, when we got on our nerves. Yeah. So we, we were. So there were so many rules. Yeah, the trick it. is to include the F word in your exhortation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently. Right, well, that was the funny part, right? Because that, that, that became. It's, mm-hmm. it's funny now. Looking at right. it, you know, but but like I looked at these rules and I thought there's there's no love here, right? These are just, and so I had no desire to follow them, none. Right. Um, in fact, b- because I I lacked a belief that there was love there, I was actually encouraged and, pr- and I think provoked even to disobey them, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and f- at least find something where I did find love, even if it was in some dangerous and, and dark places. Right. It it was things that took me away from these rules. But the flip side is error error as well. Like if if you're if you're only loving, like the right. parents that are right. just like I'm gonna be besties with my mm-hmm. kid, like yeah. okay, you're equally a bad parent. Yes, and and God God. Uh, shows us that in his perfection, he is both. 
he has wrath, he has anger, um, he disciplines, but yet he is he is long suffering and patient. The Bible tells us um, he's he's caring and loving, and so um, yeah, to to preach one attribute over another is to is to just not accurately depict who God is, and, and, and Jesus displayed yeah. this perfectly. Uh, John actually says he's full of what? Grace and truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the truth can be very harsh and hard to hear. Mm-hmm. Grace is very forgiving. But, like, Jesus was full of both of those. And, and so that, that shows us who God is. And that's why I love Ephesians 6. For parents, it's like, you do not be harsh with your kids. Don't just be yelling and screaming at yeah. them all the time and dropping the F-bombs on them to read the Bible. <laughs> but, but it also says, like, discipline them. You yeah, need to yeah. discipline your children. Yeah, so it's so funny. When you think of churches, when they preach, when they preach about God and they, and they leave out hate, you get this heretical universalism. Right. right without, mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, if there's no love, you get this legalism. Right. And so if we don't couple it properly, that's how we're going to present God. We're either going to yeah. lead them to not appreciating God's justice or not appreciating God's grace, but they're both coupled there together. Right. Well, and I think I think what you just said was perfect, Jeremy. I think a lot of times they're not coupled together, and then you just a lot of people don't understand and know God's grace and His love. Um, and that's like the last few years, like having my mind like um, having that image like kind of reset for me has been a huge thing, especially in parenting my own child. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's helped me a lot because you know um, as a when I was growing up, like, my parents just yelled, you know. Um, and that's something that I've worked really hard not to do. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I lose my crap. Um, and I put myself in time out on the back porch um, yeah. ro- when I roll around the yard. So and is there something you have to stare? Because I, I have the snap. Like, if I'm mad, if I get the, I'm, I snap, mm-hmm. and the kids look to me and they straighten up. Like, that's, that's so the warning. Like, stop it. Jason does. Like, Benjamin, like, if Jason snaps his fingers, like, he can do that. Yeah. Um, I have this really, so for me, like to not lose my crap, I have to like pause myself mm-hmm. and like take a really big deep breath. Yeah. And Benjamin's like, okay, oh, I, need, I need to settle down. Okay. I'm like, <gasps> like it's very dramatic and, yeah. um, you know, settle kind of down. like a cow on, oh, okay. um, like a beller kind of, um, he has, his is weird. He <laughs> has this weird moan. He goes, Ugh. he's just like, I can't even do it. Can you do it? Just, 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 just what it is. That weird moan thing you do. I don't do that. <laughs> okay, it's embarrassing. Okay, we don't have to talk about it. I was kind it. of on the fence. I was going to play along with you, but I don't do that. I don't do that. He's, he's, been, he's been a jerk. Okay, well. No, we, uh, so this is actually something, you know, what you all have been talking about. And, uh, like, it's something that we've really been struggling with at home. Like, Benjamin, um, so, you know, he's he, mom has never been his best friend, and I'm 100% okay with that. <laughs> but dad has always been his best bud. And we're getting to that point where, like, he's pushing boundaries and stuff yeah. with best bud dad, yeah. and dad's having to discipline him and yep. stuff. And um, it's been really, um, it's been interesting to see how see that played out because that's not something that Jason nor I had in our childhood. So yeah. um, it's been really good to be able to practice this with Benjamin and yeah. you know screw it up and get it right sometimes. Well, I love and, the I love <laughs> the heart of the passage in Mark ten where. I think I think what comes screaming out of it to me is children are not a nuisance. Yeah, they're not annoying, um, and and I don't know why that's crept into church culture so much. 
No, like so Sunday. Like, like children are such a big hindrance for people to come to church. I like I encounter people all the time. And they're like, I would come to church, but my kids, or I'm worried. Listen, about Listen, I was kid, so happy you know? on Sunday. I was at the eleven o'clock, and I heard kids like all around me. Yeah. That were little, like even eight, like while you were preaching, yeah. and it was the best sound I'd ever heard. Like yeah. because you haven't heard that a lot in the last right, year with the pandemic. With right. the pandemic, you know, because a lot of parents have been super cautious not to bring mm-hmm. their kids and stuff, and it was just so good. Like it was really. I don't know. It was just really. But but it makes sense when you look at what church has become for a lot of people. If it's become if it's become about me and what I get, it's about like what enemies. I learn. Yeah. Or you... or uh, I want to be entertained. Entertained. I want to be. I want to have that fuzzy feeling. I want to learn. It, it becomes anything but a, a worship of the Lord. It becomes a. Yeah, I want, it needs to meet some sort of preference I have, and kids get in the way of that. I mean, I, there are people who, when you think of kids... Yeah, so it's like, let's order a bunch of pizzas and put them in a bag like, but, and not, yeah. not pay attention to them for but, a while. I mean, as a parent, like when, when you have kids, your preferences go out the window. Right. Right? It, it becomes... Yeah. It's no longer about you. So when you when you have to bring kids into the service, well, the that little me factor is now gone, right? They right. interrupt that. Right. Uh, so that's probably why. You know, I... That's true. And I, you know, especially through the pandemic, I'm, I've even been guilty of that because I'm like, oh crap, I got to pack a church bag right. and right. all this other stuff. But as a parent too, um, you know, w- you know, we surround ourselves with a lot of different people and community and stuff. And, um, you know, because of COVID that's kind of been, um, you know, decreased in size, but I love for Benjamin, like, especially the age is right now. Um, like he watches when we're, you know, he's at the age where he stays out for worship and stuff and then goes back yeah. um, for the for the preaching. Um, but he like when your mom is up front, Will, yeah. especially when she's like leading worship, helping lead worship or she's sitting on the front row. Yeah. Like anytime she puts her hand up in the air, he puts his hand up there yeah. to worship. Right. And there was a lady in front of us yesterday and he did the same thing. Yeah. And like to me as a parent, like I might get mad at him for having to go to the bathroom like three times whenever I know he doesn't have to go. Right. But like to me, like those little moments and those little things, um, those are the people that I'm in community with. That's my church yeah. family also teaching my child. Right. Um, well, like, and you need that so much. Right. I mean. Like the church I grew up in, we had Sunday school and then like worship. Um, like the worship service, like the kids were in there for that. Yeah. There was no like childcare during that at all. Yeah. And um, and and I I remember like not even paying a lick of attention to yeah. the sermon, like as a young child. But like it gradually you begin to pay attention to it a little yeah. more. And then and then I pick up on what the pastor's preaching about. And but then also I'm just around like the the old lady sitting next to me that gave me yeah. candy. You know, or like yeah. those things are formative. They shape who you are. Yeah. And those are those are needed. And I I just, I just you know, we kind of buck against that. Like, all right, let's let's get the kids out of the worship yeah. sanctuary as much as possible. Kind of. No, mentality. it was really cool because um, I don't know. I was working last week or the week before last, and you know, we haven't Benjamin. You know, with the pandemic and stuff, Benjamin hadn't been in the classroom at church for over a year because mm-hmm. we just started kids ministry back up. Um, so he had ran into a boy from church that we had sat behind, we had sat in front of like the yeah. week before, and Jason's like. We saw some kid at church, but I don't 
know who he was yeah. or like which family he belongs yeah. <laughs> to and so like but i was like hey dad said you mentioned you know i was talking to him after my class and i was like dad mentioned that you saw he's like i saw trenton at the park <laughs> yeah. and uh, right. he's like i don't know who he was with but right. but i mean like that little interaction <laughs> right. um like i thought that was so cool because he probably hadn't seen trenton in a right. year you know what i mean yeah. and they hadn't even been to class but just being able to see people again that yeah. you know and stuff like that's so important and for them to be able to make connections um, and it's really cool. I mean, I I hope and pray that um, our, you know that all parents do that. And I know that that's not the case. But yeah. um, so I got super emotional um, a while back during worship, and um, and it was because Judah was laying, um, Judah was laying on the floor in the front row because it's just like we're having church. You know, if you're if you're not like running around, like we're happy. So like, yeah, you want to lay on the floor? That's Go fine. for it. Yeah. So, like, you know, when Jeremy wants to lay on the floor at church, we're going to have an issue. Yeah. But, like, if Judah wants to lay on the floor, he's eight. There's he can a difference, do yeah. So Judah's laying on the floor, and the band is singing, um, Baker, what's that song called, uh, out of number six? The, the Blessing? The Blessing, yeah. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, The Blessing. They're singing The Blessing. And, that, like, at that bridge or whatever, it's like, and to your family and your children and their children and their children. And I'm thinking, like, Judah's going to have kids one day, and I want this gospel to be passed. Yeah. And, like, he's laying there just listening. But, like, yeah. he's he's his eyes are up, and he's watching the band. Yeah. And I'm like, he he's going to remember that. Judah's a music kid. Like, he's going to remember yeah. this song. Um, and so, like, he's picking up not the whole service, but he's picking up pieces of it. And yeah. as, he, as he grows and matures, like, I just want that to be my prayer, like, that he's, he's just um, – you know that he's just surrounded by the gospel in yeah. our church family. So yeah, and that's, you know, I um, you know, I was raised in church just like you will, um, and um, I was surrounded by that, but it was different. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I can, you know, I'm I'm really thankful that we're in the place that we're at right now, where um, that is throughout the whole service that he can be involved in that that's in our house when we host small group you know um when we're at the park and we see our friends Mm -hmm. from church um just different things and that's what like kids ministry should uh kind of lead parents into is that your kids don't get church an hour a week yeah like that that is a catalyst so that you disciple your children yeah and and your whole life so it was cool afterwards we got you know we we had a talk with our kids about Judas and Peter and that story that they talked about on Sunday with in, in the kids' room. And it hopefully, I, I want to encourage people to do that with their kids, you know. Uh, ask them what they learned. Yeah, ask yeah. what they learned and have a conversation with them. Don't just stop when they tell you the end of the story. Tell them, reinforce to them the importance of that story and drive home the gospel. Tava led prayer in, oh, in his kids' class on Sunday. I was so proud of him. And he was proud of himself. That's he awesome. was, like, telling me about it. Like, Dad, That's I, awesome. I prayed. I led in prayer for our kids' class That's on Sunday. That's cool. And that, like, those little things, like, you know, I like, I think, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. That's a huge thing, though. It's not just, like, mm-hmm. a cute thing. Like, that's a huge thing that some adults can't even do. Right. For, yeah. you know, your right. six-year-old and, and son. And I want him to grow up, to, like, yeah. that's normative. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. normal for you to be in a group of other people Absolutely, who love yeah. Jesus and pray. Yeah. Like, it's, it's been, um, so, you know, we make prayer, you know, a nightly thing, you know, as we're going to bed and stuff like that for Benjamin. Um but this past year, we've really um, 
we we did I don't know if it was I don't know when it was but we like took time um to like pray for diff- for people like somebody different every night when while we were eating dinner yeah. and um it was just so like he he wanted Jason to pray for somebody me to pray for somebody and him to pray for somebody yeah. and um it was really cool just to um to be able to hear him pray and mm-hmm. um like I you know a small small child yeah. it's i mean our it, you know one of the points was or one of the things was to have childlike faith or be childlike in your faith yeah. and um it was just beautiful because you know i i grew up listening to other people pray and i thought that you have to you know like say all these fancy words and stuff and you know i always was like dear heavenly father and like all right. these other like big fancy words and stuff um, and I'm, I've went away from that a lot and just real honest with my prayer. And for anybody who's listening, who's heard me pray, like they're probably laughing right now cause I'm, I'm just real honest with God when I pray. And, um, so we like, we've really got to the place where we we're trying to teach Benjamin that, you know, that it's just like having a conversation with yeah. one of your parents, like your mom mm-hmm. and dad, and just being able, um, to tell God, you know, uh, our prayer team met last night and we had talked about like complaining, um, or lamenting in your prayers and stuff and just being able to tell God that you're upset about something or you're not happy that something went a certain way. Like, yeah. I think it's so important. And um, I, it's such a good thing you can teach your kid, too, that way when they are upset. Um, they know it's not a big deal and they're not right. going to go to hell for thinking bad thoughts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. thinking that they're mad at God. But not sure how we got on that. Uh, it just spiraled out of control. But So, I, well, I, I didn't know if your questions were done, but I'm really curious. I have a question for you guys. If you're, oh, yeah. If, if you're done. Sure, yeah, I'm, I mean, sure. I'm curious what you all have for the rest of the week. Like plans? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I am teaching tomorrow night a class at 6 o'clock. Nice. And I Cooking have to. Uh, yeah, it's online, though, so it's wow. interesting. Yeah. Um, usually nobody shows up, and I record myself for 20 minutes um, what is it? talking Does to myself. Does it cost money? No, it's free. Send me a link. We'll show up. Okay, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and then I have to go to Whitesville on, on Thursday, so. Well, we, I'm really excited for this. We're going fishing Thursday and Friday. You and Will? Yeah. And and Michael. My, though, Michael. Though I want to point Meadows. out. Michael Meadows, yeah, yeah, one of our church planners. Yeah. So Will invites me to go. At the, yeah, the time this is published. Um, Did you bring this stuff we'll to rub in my we'll face that fishing. I wasn't invited? No, I'm not really invited. I'm yeah, you are. Looking forward to fishing. This is what, this is a text with Michael Meadows. Looking forward to fishing. Will didn't actually tell me where. Can I get the address? He replies, you are the chief of liars. Can I get the address? Well, I want to know where we're going. Trout streams don't have addresses. And so I, so I look, I sent him like four texts, and then I said, you don't want me to go. He still hasn't replied. So I'm assuming. So this Michael Menace hasn't responded or Will? No, Michael. Oh. I think Michael wants time with Will. You, you know oh. how committed I am to Jeremy going fishing with us? I've got him a, a set of waders. I have my own waders. They're in my garage, like for for him. Chest I will waders. show up six six o'clock in the morning on yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Is that what yeah. time you're leaving? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Oh, We're wow. going trout fishing. Oh, yeah. you, have you ever been before? Because you know you I, talked about <laughs> you. You've said before. I've that been freshwater fishing before. He's been known to. I've been freshwater fishing. He's been known to claim <laughs> that freshwater <laughs> fishing is not real fishing. That's not what I meant. I just meant to say, like, when I think of fishing, I think of fishing out on the bay or in the ocean because that's where I used to go. Yeah, we. That's all I meant. Well, we'll see how many trout he catches. I'm. So where are you all many. going? Uh, Did you say? No, he hasn't oh, told me yet. Where are we going? Where are we going, Will? We're going to Camp Creek and Paint Creek oh, and maybe Pinnacle Creek. Well, where's that? 
You want the address? <laughs> like what can- county? County would be fine. Uh, I don't care uh, about the address. Know, Mercer Hand County, Mercer, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, Mercer. I'm it's it's kind of in, in the Beckley area. Okay, Camp so you Creek, are going to Camp Creek is the town. Yeah, yeah. Camp Creek, West overnight. Virginia. Do I need to bring a tent? Uh, well, Do you have a tent? I'll let you borrow mine if you need one. I would appreciate that. Two of that, us can actually. fit in the bed of my truck. Maybe three. Wait of a minute, us but it's you and Michael. What was his plan? That was the plan. You and him. I have. I have a tent. We could. I'll sleep in the too. tent, and I'll let you and Michael sleep in the bed of the I'll, truck no, together. Is there a hotel nearby? We can just stay There's there. There's not a hotel. There are no hotels. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's going to be Benjamin like 40 degrees. Benjamin has a degrees. Uh, dinosaur sleeping bag, too. I'll, it's going to be 40 degrees. I'll bring you Jason's old... Uh, I think yeah, all three need, of us should get in the back, then, if it's going to be some, yeah, 40 cuddle, degrees. You need some thermies. Thermies. That's T-H-E-R-M-I-E-S dot com. I got some thermies. Okay, well, I hope you guys are able to enjoy your fishing trip. We are. I hope no one uh, bothers you. I'm sure that's not going to uh, be the well, case. They can't. We'll be out of service. Well, I do think. Oh, that, good. So if you're you listening all. to this podcast, don't don't, call. don't try don't to try. don't try to call me or anything. Won't or me call, or Jeremy um, Baker Nap at. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here, you know, here's the thing though. I don't know. Give me his Baker Nap at Gmail Yahoo Music dot com. <laughs> <laughs> no one should bother us. I think it'll be fun. The only problem I have is there's a saying about three. And uh, yeah, I three's think, a crowd. I think Michael should probably Michael a three a three strand cord is not easily broken. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a new one. Let's let's all three of us get that tattooed on ourselves <laughs> on our lower back. Yeah. <laughs> to commemorate this fishing. Listen, trip. there's a lot of songs and sayings about three. There's one for the money, two for a show, three to get ready now. Go cat, go. Oh, I love Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Randy Rusty. Travis, Randy Trust, Trust Trip, yeah. Help me. I more. love the Rusty guy. <laughs> oh, I could have went the rest of my life without hearing you say that. Listen, it's by someone with my a what's his pressure. name? Who sang, who sang it? My blood pressure. I don't just even went down know from that. A work call and I now it's back up. What's, Everyone what's is. It's either Rusty, Randy. That is Blue Suede Shoes song, and nobody. I mean, I'm sure somebody in country music has covered it. Oh yeah, Elvis. He's Blue yeah, I was say, it's He's like not Elvis. country though. Well, kind of is. I mean, they call him rock and roll, but. Uh, but what? I mean, just he says. I when I think of Elvis, I don't think it's rock and roll. I mean, maybe it was back then. Now that'd be the lamest rock and roll of all time. Well, lame. You call him lame. He's still rolling in the money, honey. <laughs> he's rolling in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. He's. Some people believe he's still down on Graceland in the basement. <laughs> he's probably at Camp Creek. <laughs> there used to be um, on Route 60 in Huntington, um, right before you, like in between, like. Um, the suit shop. Yeah, B&E menswear. B&E menswear and the Wendy's. There used to be like this guy who looked like a cowboy. It was at the smoke shop and like his arm moved. And, um, Sounds terrifying. Well, my grandmother, we had took her to St. Mary's to the doctor and um, she thought it was Elvis. She was like, did you all see Elvis back there beside the road? And I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh, we got to take her somewhere. But she really thought it was Elvis. So um, it wasn't. It was just a little... Son, don't okay. make anybody worried. Jeremy, he's gone. I'm here. Not you, Elvis. Oh. <laughs> um. Anything else, Jeremy? You keep googling and looking at your phone like you have somewhere else no, to be, or I, you I, have other thoughts. I do, but the reason I what I'm doing currently is I'm submitting the podcast. Thing, oh, that's so, so nice time. of you. Yeah. 
you do all the time. And actually using our mobile app, That's which right. you have pulled up there, I you do. can submit a question. If you have anything you want us to discuss, mm-hmm. talk about, or answer some burning question you might have deep in your soul, you can submit that on our <laughs> mobile app, yeah. and Heather will answer it for oh, you. Mom. If you have low bro- blood pressure, submit a question you know that will make you angry. Yeah. We can help. Oh, yep. no. <laughs> Better than medication. <laughs> Let's don't do that. Okay. Well, thanks. You can, yes. It's oh. a thing. Um, thank you for listening. Um We'll be back in two weeks to record our next episode. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. I'm just listening to the closing. Oh, yeah. We're ready say, for your outro. I thought you said she's going to cuss. She's going to cuss. No, 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 no. No, we're just ready for your um, outro. Go ahead. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate you. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>